What's going on, guys? It's your podcast presidents of the internet. The only way to introduce the number one internet show. We've, I now find out, we technically have it going longer. More episodes? I don't know about more episodes. But we've been going longer than uh, our adopted fathers. The, yeah, the, the adopted pod fathers. Well, no, the pod father is Bill Simmons. Yeah. The pod uncles. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Bodega Boys. Yeah, shout out to them. Happy anniversary to, to the Gwats. Yes. Kid Merrill. Jesus, Jesus Nice. Shout out, Unc. <laughs> but uh, what's going on, guys? It's your boy, Matt. One half of your host on Eat More About Nothing. This is your first time joining us. Welcome to the presidential campaign. Yes. For re-election year. Re-election year. Uh, a show about nothing. Really, if this show really is about nothing. At one point, it was about um, anime, video games, and everything that nerds like. But we really just kind of do what we want. In the words of the great American potent poet loaded lux that's what my hair doing what i want i used to battle on the roof the loser had to jump <laughs> we ain't had to jump yet no, no losses so we still going in the words of the great american poet lamar ball never lost yes like the president of kenya super duper <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that you can't say that look it was on the video it has to be facts it's the internet <laughs> it has to be facts yeah yeah, yeah. uh but thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's another episode. You more about nothing. Been doing this for quite a while now. Yes, too long almost. A little too long. But you know, we're back at it again. Still playing the Black Nerd Summit. Listen, the Blummet is coming into effect. I don't. We got to come. Up, I have to come up with a better name for my campaign trail stop than the Blummet. But the Blummet, it is. It's gonna be the Blummet for now. Yeah, that makes it sound like a, a gastrous disease. It really sounds like a gas station in the north side of town that people don't go to. That you should never go to. Or the black part of Lee Summage, the Blummet. Yeah, I think I mentioned that last <laughs> week. And you're still, never mind, that's a different subject. Um, but there have been some interesting talking points this week. Yeah, they have. We are fast approaching the season, new season of TV, there have been resurgence of old shows that have come up. Earlier today, I watched the new trailer for the Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans, which I thought looked promising. But then... But then I watched the trailer, and I was like, ooh. Doesn't I don't look know, too good. Which I, is, I don't know if I like this. Which is disappointing, because I was never on the Teen Titans Go train, but you turned me on to otherwise. Yeah. And watched a few episodes, enjoyed it, liked it for what it was. And then the movie dropped, and I was like, they killed it. Yes, they got this. This, Chief, I am sorry to report, is not it. Yeah, I don't know. And the thing is, like... They're adapting everything to Teen Titans Go. Now, for everyone that is that was wanting Teen Titans proper, we're kind of getting that. But again, it's like the Go flavor, which after everything that happened, they're starting to win back some of those fans that were just like, oh, this is terrible because of what they did to Teen Titans. That trailer almost feels like a punch in the gut. And it's just like, ooh, should have done that. But, again, won't know anything until the full uh, breakdown of the movie happens and it comes out, which I don't even know when it's supposed to come out. But then again, when, if it happens, it happens. If I see it, I see it. Speaking of releases, though. Right. 
Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home came out on digital, right? Yeah. And... The they, deleted scenes. The deleted scenes. Which, which should have been in the movie. I told you. Should have been you. in the movie. Well, literally, what did I tell you? The first thing we walked out of the movie theater, what was the first thing I said? It was like, I didn't see the police scene. Yes. And it was so good. Yes. It was hilarious. Yeah, everyone, I saw, I think you retweeted it, and it was like, uh, whoever said it was like this is the most Spider-Man thing I've ever seen in a Spider-Man movie, and it wasn't even in the movie. Yes, and they, yeah, that scene would have been perfect. Yes. I don't know why they, I don't know why they did that. It, it was hilarious. Uh, so shout out to Tom Holland, love all of that. Apparently, there was an there's an interview somewhere in the interwebs that Tom Holland did recently, where he had said that there were plans for Miles Morales to make it to live action soon. Oh, I want that so bad. But then that raises a couple of questions. Uh, what stage of life is Miles at? And depending on that, what are the circumstances surrounding like his introduction? Are we getting... Miles as a young kid, kind of like Peter Parker seeing Iron Man for the first time and looking up to him, or are we getting more of a uh, not Ultimate Spider-Man verse, but uh, more of like a few years younger Miles, like a few years younger than Peter Parker, who comes in doesn't quite have his powers or hasn't been bitten by a spider yet, yeah, and then meets Peter is like trusts Peter and then like gets bitten and then reveals it to Peter kind of thing. Uh, so a lot of questions with how that's going to go down as well. But back to the Far From Home. But do you think, I'm, again, before the whole Disney-Sony split, do you think that might have been a plan for Spider-Man to continue, especially with the way the movie ended? Like, it was pretty obvious Peter Parker would have had to stop being Spider-Man or go into hiding or something. Mm-hmm. Do you think that could have been a way for Peter Parker to go away for a while and then Miles Morales pops up and then they kind of have to duke it out and then eventually they team up? Because that has happened in the comics. It's not the it's not the origin story we got in um, Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. But it is a, it is a story. Yeah. And, and again, because there have been many ways that they've introduced Miles Morales. Like, that's I don't want to say that's one of the drawbacks of comics is that you get so many different lines from different creators that have different takes mm-hmm. that there's not necessarily one correct way that it's done. So there's literally anything they can do. It could be that Miles is in high school because um, from everything it sounds like he was one of like the half that was blipped. So he didn't lose five. He lost five years. Yeah. So was he already like late middle school, early high school age at the time of the blip or maybe they're throwing us a red herring and he was blipped. So he's aged up a little bit going into it at that point. uh, Was he already bitten by the spider? Is he just someone that is now trying to like step up like, oh, there's no more Spider-Man. Spider-Man's done a lot of good. I got to protect my neighborhood. Exactly. Kind of thing. There, there's just so many questions that we just don't have the answers to or have a, like enough context to go off of. So, um, but if it were to happen again, the Spider-Man license yes. and the MCU get reunited. Yeah. I don't want them to do another story. I don't want them to do another origin story. No. I think Spider-Verse is the perfect origin story. I think, in my opinion, and not a lot of people share this opinion, you certainly don't, I think it is the best Spider-Man movie of all time. Period. But that's me. Well, no, like, 
it's really hard now, especially with Far From Home out. Yes, it is undisputably one of the best films that they have created for Spider-Man. I think it's one of the best superhero movies I've watched. Period. Uh, but in terms of like for Spider-Man, it's either that or Far From Home. Like any day, they could be either one for me. Um, but like again, it all just depends on which miles are they presenting to us. That's what I'm going to base my judgment off of. Like when that time comes, for sure. But one of the cool things that I saw was in some of the illusions that Mysterio created when he was first fighting against Peter. I don't know if you saw that. Um, he when he put him back in his homemade suit yeah, from the first one. I didn't remember that. All the statues around him are the Avengers. Yeah. And I saw that. I was like, ooh. Hello. Like, Mysterio did his research. Was like, Man put in work. He really did. Uh, and it just goes to show you how well they put this they put this together with a collaborative effort from Sony and Marvel. Again, collaborative effort. But who are we? No one listens to us. We're just the Disney, podcast president of the internet. Disney just needs to go ahead. Once we win this election, and of course we're going to win by a landslide, Disney just needs to go ahead, purchase the brand. You know, yeah. get us and uncles in the same room. Well, listen, that would be a phenomenal podcast. Yeah. Us and the podcast uncles? Yes. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yes. Uh, but get us in the room and give us a podcast. Give us a podcast segment. We would we would re- give us a movie segment. We would rewrite the daylights out of it. Can you imagine us writing a Spider-Man movie with uh, a <laughs> Yesenia? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And Actually, all the characters from These Are Samara's podcast. Gosh. What's crazy is uh, I recently stumbled across one of the newer Spider-Man shows that they've been doing on Disney and it actually models itself after one of the storylines where Peter and Miles are kind of around the same age. Yeah, which uh, is, those are always fun stories. Because, do you know the show that I'm talking about? No. It, it, I think it's just called like uh, Enter Spider-Man or something like that. But it's not just them, it's Peter, it's Miles, it's Gwen Stacy and then there's uh, another girl, I forget her name, um, but all four of them end up with their spider powers at the same time, and they're all in high school. So I think that would also be a fun take for them to do. I would like uh, that a lot because we've already seen a uh, trailer in the 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 when people were scrolling through the deleted scenes or they were scrolling through the movie when it first dropped. We've seen a, I guess, a teaser of Gwen Stacy being yeah. in high school there. Yeah. So that is a possibility. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Oh, Three yeah. Spideys at once. Yes. Go Spider. Miles Morales and Peter Parker. Peter A. Parker. Yeah. Ah, uh, that'd be really, really good. Yes, that that would be a story for the ages. Uh, speaking of story for the ages. Okay, before I, I know you're about to get into something. Yeah. Go ahead and do. It. Go ahead. I'll I'll Wait. look back. I don't want to look back. Go go ahead and say. Story for the ages. The Joker is getting reviews that are through the roof. How do you feel about it? We've talked to some of our comic friends. Jeff, not a fan. Yeah. Rafiki, anxious about it. Me, I'm walking into it as like, okay, this is not a superhero movie. This is just a movie. And I think that's where I'm going to win. But I'm also really excited that it's a superhero movie that's getting rave reviews, not only from critics, but from people who've seen the early screenings. It's borderline perfect on Rotten Tomato right now, which 
Rotten Tomato kind of has a, a, a crap storm in their hands right now mm-hmm. because they tried to like basically throw shade at the god Dave Chappelle by getting a bunch of people who didn't like Dave Chappelle comedy to review yeah. Dave Chappelle comedy and it got a 0% and then it dropped and then it got a 99%. So 0% from critics and 99%. So whatever y'all try to do, whatever shady nonsense y'all try to pull, clearly it didn't work. But right now, Joker is sitting at borderline perfect on both critics and fan reviews. I haven't decided if I'm actually going to watch it yet. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of people on that uh, on that boat. Yeah, it's like I get it. I get where it's coming from. I get where a lot of people's uh, hesitation and reservation about this movie reside. Um, but I'm sure Joaquin Phoenix, he's a great actor. I'm sure he's going to kill it. Whatever they hand to him, he's going to deliver well on it. I just don't know if I want to go watch it. Is this like you don't want to watch it ever or do you still watch it in theaters? I I would not be opposed to watching it. I just don't know if I'm going to make the conscious decision to get up, go to the movies, and watch this. Yeah, I'm actually – I think I'm committed to watching it day one just because I want to – a not kind of I want to kill the anticipation to like if it's good it's good if it's bad it's bad but you know it's off it's it's off my chest out the way um, and then I can have a point of reference because a lot of people hate the fact that it's giving Joker a origin story mm-hmm. because the Joker is kind of the quintessential evil and yeah. has no origin yeah the anonymity and, of like yeah and even in the comics books the one time we thought we were going to get a reveal no they're just Batman like, got in the god chair and was like who is the Joker and it's, the, it's an identity yeah it's like which one and he was like what do you mean and he goes there's three of them and he goes what so yeah but we got that yeah. Gotham actually did a good job of that but they did it a good job with the Red Hood yeah yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just I just don't know if I'm going to watch it. It would be really cool if there was a roundabout way um, for DC to just, like, put all of this uh, and be like, this is Batman's God chair moment where he's viewing the three different Jokers that we're getting. So Jared Leto's uh, Joker, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And, and uh, who else? Jared Leto, uh, well, Heath is gone, so. Well, yeah. But, I don't know, they could find someone else to film, like, a third Joker. Like, if they could do that, oh, gosh. Yeah, that would be really, really fun, because right that'd now. Be good, that would be a very good long game. That would be that would be the ultimate long game, yeah. because right now, they're starting a series that's basically kind of going to essentially reboot Batman, or restart Batman, or do something with Batman. And it's called the Year of the Villain, mm-hmm. and essentially, uh, the villains have. This happens like every five years or every two years, but like the villains kind of like form a league. But these time, this time, it seems like they are just really coming for blood. Um, so, well, speaking of, uh, I'm glad we're talking about this because I finally watched an episode of Titans. How do you feel about it? So I didn't watch season one, mm-hmm. and I went ahead and I just watched the first episode of season two just because like I read some reviews on it, and they're just like, "Hey, if you're uh, if you didn't necessarily uh, watch season one, 
it's okay. You can go ahead, jump into season two, watch the first episode, and recap everything that happens in season one, but then concludes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can just go ahead and jump into it, watch it, but then they're saying it, it gets a lot better from there. And so, like, I watched episode one, and literally with every passing moment, like, I, I couldn't put my finger on it. I was like, I was like, yeah, this is cool, but like, something, something's just off about it until I get halfway through. I was like, this is not a show. This is a high production YouTube series. Oh no. That's the feeling I got the entire time I was watching. I hate that. And I was like, I I don't like this. Yeah, I was like, it's not bad. It just feels like a high-end YouTube series that got a decent amount of money thrown at it. Which is probably what it started out as. Yeah. I mean, I can think of so there was one guy. I think it's the guy who plays. Uh, I, I don't know if they actually went with him or if it's the same guy. But the, uh, a couple years back, there was a guy who did his own or sourced his own Nightwing miniseries. He did on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That was really good. I think I heard you talking about that once. Uh, I think Rafiki had probably talked yeah. about it. Um, but it was really good. He was a great Nightwing. He was able to get find someone to play Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, this. I remember like this. Like henchmen. It, it was really good. I think that's the same guy they got to play Dick Grayson now. But then it's just like everything just felt so disjointed. There's no need for it to be a mature TV show. Um, it can be dark. Like you can be dark and be PG-13. There's no reason for like all of this to be a high-end YouTube video and unnecessarily dark, gritty, and gory. Yeah, but I do like... I like when they do that, but they do, like, it, with if the, with, do it with the purpose. If there's an actual purpose, like, I get you're dealing with Trigon and all that, um, and there might be some, like... I don't know, like, a gray area there in terms of, like, okay, what is actually allowed within this scope versus the mature scope. But there's just a lot of it that's, like... You can... You can do so much more with less, is what I left thinking that first episode. Yeah. But, that, but that's just me. It is what it is. It's just me. Um, but if you have any differing opinions, please feel free to at me. I have time. <laughs> I have all the time. <laughs> now, where can they watch all these shows? Uh, it's on DC Streaming App. Which is how much a month? Seven ninety nine a month. Not bad. You yeah. can catch it on there. Not bad at all. It's just... I mean, it's obviously not going to be Disney Plus. Share with people. Or Apple TV Plus. No, it's not. Apple TV Plus, we've talked about it. Yeah, it's $4.99 a month. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they have a bunch of originals. There's nothing about any other content that's being on there. Yeah. At least, I mean, you'll probably have access to, like, Netflix and stuff like you did with the Apple TV box. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll keep tabs on it. But subscription plans. HBO Boondocks. Yes. Automatic. Send it. Dude, two seasons? I am both excited and trepidatious because part of the reason that Boondocks was so great when we were coming up was the unparalleled nonsense that was allowed to continue. In the Me Too world, post-Me Too world that we live in, if Dave Chappelle is getting slander, whoo! See, the thing is, I think that's why I was smart for them to go to HBO, though. Yeah. If they were anywhere else. Yeah. It'd be like, why is this a thing? Yeah, well, for everybody that's about to say why this is a thing, you might not want to watch season two. <laughs> go, go ahead and watch season two of the Moondog. Season three? Season three was a lot. Because season three, that was an Obama election. Yes, it was. Ooh, was 
Do you think people... The, the prediction of the Popeyes episode. Oh my god! Uh, obviously, talk about, talk about uh, the resurrection of Martin Luther King. Yes. Talk uh, about Simpsons looking to the future. Right. Man. Uh, of course, uh, the Itis Burger, the resurrection of Stinkmeaner. Yeah. So many classics. Uh, I believe we've talked about this already, but um, having two seasons was more than I bargained for, mm-hmm. and I am so excited. Yes. Yes. Is there anything else that could top that? I don't know because obviously with, for them being gone for five years, yeah, there's so much ground to cover. So many, so many things. Like Trump has so been, been president for four years. Can yeah. you just imagine? There's so many things that have happened. Uh, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas. More recently, Lil Nas X. The baby. Takashi Snitch Nine. Takashi. <laughs> Tamadachi Snitch Nine. Yes. Wow. Uh, obviously, talking about Takashi Bill Cosby. Uh, talk about um, LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> the, oh my God. KD Russell. I mean, just in basketball, like Antonio Brown right oh now. Colin Kaepernick. Gosh. Like there's so many. Like even within sports. Just look. Just sports alone that's so many that i mean insane. that one senator that got caught with pornhub in the background of his thing yes. and then it was like yeah i was was doing research on pornography addiction or ted cruz accidentally liked it on his <laughs> anything about elon musk oh, literally my. anything about elon musk so there's so much for them to cover so with them going for two years i think this is as good as it gets Dude, honestly, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Obviously, we're never going to get, uh, uh, rest in peace, God bless the dead, uh, Charlie Murphy back. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see HBO's a blank check, bro. Yeah. HBO's a blank check. They yeah. can do so much, and it's not going to be bleeped out like it was on Adult Swim. So, hey, listen, watch it your own risk, but we're going to be here to review all those episodes. <laughs> Like that might. I don't be know about here, but we'll be around. Yes, we'll be like catty corner to catty corner to here. Yeah. Uh, but with all of that, we've, we've talked it over before. One thing that they have to go over within the two seasons: Rachel Dolezal. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Uh, for me, it has to be the clown epidemic that happened in the last election. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. And they just disappear out of nowhere? Nah, dog. There's something bigger at play. Um, but I'm so excited for it. If you guys are excited for it, tweet at us at Enian Podcast. With, but with the coming of new TV, new series, everything's starting October 8th for CW. It's going to be a busy season. Very busy. Arrow's on its last leg. Yes. They're ending... With the half season at the crossover. Thank God. Which we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Flash is going into season six. Which, it's limping into season six, if you ask me. Yeah, and I went back and I watched the season finale of last season. And I was left a little more worried than I would have liked. Yeah. So, obviously. They got to figure something out. Yeah. And it's still my favorite show out of all of them as of right now. Uh but I don't know. Just something about their storytelling just isn't really getting it right now. Maybe I'm just growing out of, like, watching that, which, as a self-proclaimed nerd, that hurts to say. 
But something with that was like, ah, I don't really like this. Maybe it was the fact that we, for the time being, won't have an actual vibe anymore, which sucks. I don't know if you watched the season finale at all. I did not. Not at all. Uh, but everything is leading up to crisis. And do you know why crisis is happening this early? No. So if you remember back at season one of The Flash, the original newspaper yep. that said The Flash disappears is 2024. Yeah. So that would give The Flash a 10-year run. Mm-hmm. And originally they planned for it, but it, after a couple of seasons, of like every time it changed, it like got closer and closer and closer, like messing with the timeline. It was because really they just had to account for uh, longevity and like relativity of the shows that they have. So with Arrow ending at eight seasons, there's not really all this that can happen for Crisis mm-hmm. in that ten year span. So they're having to inch it up closer and closer. So now here we are, six years in, and we're at Crisis. And boy, is it going to be something. Because we've got fan favorites returning. That's the best way to describe it. The thing is, like, it started with, okay, this is going to be the biggest crossover event they happen. They're now not only having the four shows, they are now looping in Black Lightning as well. Which was really good. Which is huge. Shout out to our cousin Tosin, who happened to be on a couple episodes of Black Lightning. (laughs) Right. And... Not only that, they then <clears throat> talked about Brandon Routh re- reprising or returning to the CW verse, but as his Superman ego. Yes, bro. And so hearing that, you're just like, whoa, that's dope. And then they said Kevin Conroy is going to be Bruce. Yes. In this crossover, that is insane to think about. Because, I mean, if you don't already know, like he's Batman. He's like literally think about the oh. most iconic version of Batman. He, he is he, he, Batman. He's Batman. And then all of that's happening. And then obviously people are starting to buzz. It's just like, well, what about Tom Welling? Like, what about Superman? Uh, because Smallville was the OG Superman, like superhero show yeah. from our generation. Exactly. Because uh, Christopher Reeves and Wonder Woman in that era, like obviously they're all iconic, but from our generation, early 2000s, was Smallville. And he had teased like on Instagram about it, but then, then last week, propped up with a shirt. Yeah. Yes. Stephen Amell tweeted, this wouldn't be a crossover event without Tom Welling, so boom, we have Tom Welling. <laughs> <laughs> Literally in that exact phrasing. And we're just like, they're. Honestly, there's not a better way to reveal such great news. And now it's just like, ooh, we'll finally get to see Tom Welling, Clark Kent, in a Superman outfit because that was trash. And DC did them dirty for not allowing them to do that. But now they will finally, finally, will finally get everything we've been waiting for. Mm. Like, that, that I, we already got closure from Smallville, but this is, like, extra closure. Yeah. Well, and I hope he just lays the paws on somebody. He won't... As long as he's not wearing that trash Superman return suit. Mm. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> this is, let's just definitely not do that. I wonder if he's going to be Superman Prime. Uh, or Superman 3000? Yeah, I 
don't know. No, he can't be 3,000 because 3,000 lives in his son. So. Which one? Like, because Old Man Superman and Superman Prime, right? Yeah. Or. Yeah. So. There's Superman Prime, which is from, like, Earth 1, which is, like, the original Superman. But then there's Superman. <sighs> no, 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 no. I'm getting, my, I'm getting my Superman confused. I think Prime is actually Superman 3000. Let me double check that. But if we can get that, I think that in itself would be so dope. Um, but also, later last week, so they announced that earlier week, later that week, we also got a special surprise because Erica Durance is also returning to reprise her role as Lois Lane in this crossover event. So we're getting Clark and Lois from Smallville in this crossover. What better way to treat fans than that? I mean, this is literally everything we've been waiting for for a long time. So, no, Superman Prime and Superman 3000 are not the same, so it's probably going to be Prime. So. Mm-hmm. And Prime is the old one with, like, the gray, or is that 3000? That is, no. 3000 is the one with the gray. Prime is the one that lives in the sun. Okay, I think, so then I have it backwards. I think he should be Superman 3000. I agree. Can't really disagree. Yeah. Um, But anyway, returning. With all of that, if they were to add anyone else from Smallville, who, who who do you think could or should make an appearance in this crossover? Barring Allison Mack for other reasons. I was about to say, <laughs> well, obviously we know somebody can't be there because she's been out here. She's a uh, wow. She is a uh, pre- predisposed. Predisposed. Takashi 69 is revealed. She's part of the Train 9 Bloods game. <laughs> that is not something to joke about, but we're out of here. It's not. But, uh, I want to see Lex Luthor. Can we get Michael Rosenbaum? Yeah, can we get Rosenbaum as Lex Luthor? Yes. That, that I think, would just. And I don't. I and granted, I did not watch enough Supergirl to see what kind of Lex they introduced. I want nothing to do with that. You know me. I know. And are they? I want nothing. Are they priming for a Superman show? I don't know what it sounds like. I don't know because they look like they were talking about going to Batman show. That's well, because Gotham is going to end with episode 100, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of perfect. Um, right, right it's even 100 episodes, and they have time to, they know ahead of time, so they have time to wrap things up, and they've already kind of put a bow on a few things here and there. So, Gotham ending with episode 100 would give an opportunity for there to be a real, and if they wanted to, if Gotham ends right at episode 100, they could just slide that into a full out. They could literally end it with it being like, the beginning of Batman Year One. Mm-hmm. End of Gotham is the beginning of Batman Year One, and they could just scoop up that property and do it right there and then. Well, so yes, there's all that going on, and then obviously we have the Batwoman show that we won't talk about or touch yeah. with a ten foot. Nobody wants that. Um, I mean, some yeah, Batman want that. John, you might be excited. Actually, I don't even know what he thinks about that. Batman. He likes. Let, let us know. He has. He likes Supergirl. So we're gonna have to. I like, gotta be courteous. Different strokes to different folks. Right. Um, but with, from what I remember, in Supergirl, Lois is pregnant, and so it's not so much about Superman himself, but Superman raising his son. Which would have been? Are we talking about Superman's actual son? Son like Jack, or whatever his uh, name is. Jonathan. Jonathan. Yes. So this is actually Jonathan Kent. Yes. Okay. And so I think that's the route they would be going if they are doing a Superman show. 
So is it about Superman or is it about Jonathan Kent? Because those are two very different serial heroes. It is a Superman show heavily featuring Jonathan Kent. Because at that point, it's... I have issues. Like... Because that's a very different Superman. The Clark Kent, that is... Because at this point in Supergirl... You already have a well-established Superman. He's already been through all those trial and tribulations. Exactly. Most of the stuff is like conquering uh, Doomsday, frequent battles with Lex Luthor, the whole nine yards of like him versus his foes. There's not much to do to backtrack. There's no sense in backtracking. Yeah. When you already have all of this. Set. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of things to go forward. I think the Superman raising his son though is a different aspect, and it's a tough aspect to pull off because then you have to get to him balancing his home life and balancing his hero life. Now that's something he's able to do very well. Okay. That's something they're able to portray very well in the comics because they have a lot more leeway with the things that they can do. The stories aren't so set in stone. There aren't characters that have to be attached to certain things. Yeah. So, um, but at the same time, it's a CW. Exactly. They so. thrive off of that kind of thing. Which is what scares me. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. But with, again, with all of this, I think if there was another... Well, actually, let's open up. I asked Smallville, but who else do you think would be cool to uh, add into this crossover event that they have in some way, shape, or form. It'll never, ever, ever happen. But if we can get 30 seconds of Morgan Freeman and Christian Bale as as Lucius Fox and Bruce Wayne, I would be thoroughly happy. I literally just want them to pull up at a at a light, and then it was like, "Nice car," and he goes, "Nice cape," and just drives off. That's all I want. That's all they have to say. They don't even have to say anything because I don't know if they can afford those right. two. But if if and that's the thing, Lucius needs to be driving the car because like, what I would see that one is. Arrow's ending, right? Mm-hmm. So, Oliver Queen pulls up in a car at a red light. There's a very nice black Lamborghini in it. He rolls up, rolls his window down. There's an elderly black man driving. Lucius looks over and he goes, huh, nice cow, because he's still got the green cowl on. Yeah. And he looks over and he goes, nice cape. Christian Bale is in the passenger seat. No Batman thing on. No, maybe no Batman Throwing on, but yeah, we kind of yeah. acknowledge is like okay, Cal in the cave. They know who each other are, yeah. and then they drive off in opposite directions. That's all I want. That is all I want, dude. That would, that would, ooh, that'd be good. That would be good. That's all I want. Uh, Again, Disney, buy the pod. Let me write these yeah. shows. The internet podcast presidents are out here. The idea giving you content for free. Now write us a nice check. Yeah. We just want to buy a basketball team out here. We need luxury. Right. We just right. we I, we just want to be luxurious basketball team owners. Yeah. And see that so now this is hard for me. Uh, because we've already had Mark Hamill on Flash, right? Yes, we have. because uh, he played uh, Mad Hatter. Yes. Or 
Is it Mad Hatter? No. I thought it was, was it Tinker or was it Mad Hatter? Mad uh, Is it Mad Hatter? I think it is Mad Hatter. That they had it because he had his son and whatever. And uh, no, who did he play in the old TV show? I have no clue. Because the name is escaping me. It's not Mad Hatter. Hold on. You sure it's not? Trickster. Yes. You played Trickster. Yes. So, even if... So, we've already had that. What if... Because we already have, like, a limited amount of heroes or scope of heroes that they've brought into the fold. What if... What if they got the guy who voiced uh, Terry McGinnis from Batman Beyond? That would be a lot of fun. I know that's your guy. Yes. I know that's your guy. That's my guy. For those that don't know, uh, Terry McGinnis' Batman is my favorite iteration of Batman. Like, not hands down, but by a little bit of a margin. He's my favorite iteration of Batman. So if they got the guy who voiced Terry McGinnis... Uh, and just dropped him in somewhere. Somewhere. He could be in the same universe as Kevin Conroy. Just like as a guy getting coffee. But he needs to be in there. But, but yes, yeah, two Batmans because Batman Day was last week. Yes. We just want a Batman show, clearly. We don't even care. Like, the crossover is a crossover. We just want more Batman. Yeah, we want more. And honestly, I, I know it's I know Batman's a hard hero to do uh, because Ooh, there's, it's just Actually, so- scratch that. I know he's not a hero. I want Jensen Ackles Ooh. in the crossover because you know who he voices. Who? He, doesn't he do Red Hood in the movie? I don't know, but that would be amazing. I'm pretty sure that's Jensen Ackles. Well, obviously they need to have Constantine in there because he's already been in there. Oh, that's another, again, again, these ideas. Again, Disney, here's another one coming at you. So, Constantine pops in, he helps out, he's about to dip out, and he uh, pops open the portal, and they go, where you going? He goes, I've got a bat friend who needs some help, and he dips out. Or, and then right before he steps through the portal, you just see Batman straight count and it goes, you're late. And he steps yeah. through the portal. Come on, guys. It's writing itself. Or, it's writing itself. And I know they were teasing about this. Or if they had uh, a reference to static for Black Lightning. Uh, oh, that'd be so good. There's so many things. There's so Like, listen, Disney, slide us a check. We for, listen, I write all day. I don't even like to write. I don't like like text messages. Right. Give me a check. I'm writing shows, fam. Yeah. Honestly, no. Stick your AirPods in. You're just like talking notes. <laughs> Send it. Automatic. Send it. Just Automatic. Like Supersonic. Hypnotic. Funky fresh. <laughs> funky fresh. <laughs> God bless the internet. Yes. Guys, let us know. Who you would like to see in this crossover? Are you just as hype for it as we are? Or did you know not any of this was happening and now you're thoroughly confused and now you gotta go catch up on six seasons of Arrow and how many seasons of Flash? Uh, that would be the equivalent of four seasons of Flash. Yeah, no. 
Don't do that to yourself. Watch season two. Season two is fantastic. Yes. Season three is great. Four. Well, three is okay. Four. Hmm. Well, wait. What was three? Three was because they went from Reverse Flash, then they did Zoom. Yeah, that was not great. And then Savitar. Savitar was three. Yeah, that was that was decent. Yeah. And then four was Thinker, which then brought them to Cicada. Slash Reverse Flash. Which I'm kind of upset that they got rid of. Uh, I don't know what the whole deal was, but they had the guy that was originally a Barthod, but then they had Tom Cavanaugh who was playing um, uh, Dr. Wells. Yeah. But now he's permanently Eobard. Like they're just using him and they got rid of the other guy? I have no clue. I don't know. I do like Tom Cavanaugh. Love his acting capabilities. I'm tired of seeing a different version of Harrison Wall every season. Yeah. But they're just going to do what they're going to do. Next up, for all we know, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be the next Harrison Wells as far as we're concerned. No, it's it's always going to be uh, Tom Cavanaugh. That's just how it's written. That's just how it is. Plus, they save money that way. Plus, <laughs> yes. Because you get Benedict to pop up. Which is... That's a check and a half. But it's interesting. So, with Flash, at the end of the season, so they introduced his daughter mm-hmm. last season. Well, because she went back in time and she created this separate timeline or whatever and essentially erased herself from history. So they called her Nora, which, as we know, is Barry's mom's name. Mm -hmm. But he was supposed his children are supposed to be twins. uh, Dawn and Dawn. Is that I honestly. I'm pretty sure it's Don and Don because they're the Wonder Twins or something like that. That's a Jeff question or a Ricky question. Yeah. Ricky hasn't been fact-checking for a minute, so we're just going to say that. He doesn't really read comic books like that. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say, we're going to say it is, and we're going to get away with it. (laughs) Right. I think it's Don and Don uh, that are his two kids. So I wonder with this if it's resetting him actually having his, his actual kids from the comics come into play. So Nora, Nora is no longer a thing. It's uh, his real kids. No, not again. It's his actual kids from the comic books. Yeah. Around. Yeah. It'd be Dawn and Dawn. Maybe. And also with uh, Keenan Lonsdale leaving Arrow. So Kid Flash. So we're not longer going to get a Kid Flash unless they bring Bart Allen into the fold. Mm-hmm. Which that in itself would be so cool Yeah, to have Bart Allen. So we would either be getting impulse and then somewhere off screen it's just like the death of Wally West or whatever or like if Lonsdale comes back Wally West being promoted to Flash and then Bart becoming Kid Flash which I know we talked about this in like a past episode but I would love nothing more than for there to just be another episode with Wally Keenan doing that opening monologue or like ending the show. If they want to end the show with this crisis, because I was hoping that's what they would do with the 10 years time skip. They would end the show. It'd be like, hey, my name is Wally West. And uh, for the last 10 years, I've been the Flash. No, it's like for the last 10 years, I've been the second fastest man alive or whatever. Like, the fastest man alive was my best friend and mentor, Barry Allen, and then talk about all of that. And then it just goes, he's like, but but he's no longer with us. 
The city's in my hands. I'm the protector. I'm the fastest man alive. I am the Flash. Boom. End the show. That's it. You see? Like, that's what I wanted. Send the check. That's all they got to do is send the check. Right. Right. got these ideas. Listen, we've been, we've, been do- we've been doing this. We've been talking about this for a long time. A lot longer than we'd like to admit. Facts. <laughs> but we're here. No, um, I think that's a great way. I think that that's honestly a better way to end it than they're going to give us. But, you know. As fans, we can only get so much. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll be happy with whatever we'll get for the most part. Right. Nothing is ever perfect. Nope. But we take what we can. And, you know, every once in a while they surprise us and they over, like, they outdo our expectations. But, mm-hmm. but anyway, we can only hope. Let us know what you think. Tweet at us at Eman Podcast. I think for the most part, that's it. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this new X-Men comic, but I really haven't read it. Um, but there's apparently a new X-Men called Golden Ball, which makes me, which makes. Me I heard, I heard there was something about. Uh, he makes them invincible, invincible somehow. I haven't read the comic. I haven't read up on the comic. I know nothing about that hero, but I just know X-Men are invincible now. So well, we'll I, I had a friend that was telling me something about. Uh, a new X-Men comic that was happening. Not that one. I think it was something different, tying with X-Force. Um, that sounded pretty interesting, but I have to double back on that. Yeah, and we're still waiting on the comic from, the new comic from Marvel that is going to unite everything. It's basically going to bring all the the multiverses to one and basically a restart Marvel comics again, and we'll see where they go from it. Um, but... Let us know if there's any comics you're coming out with that are exciting. As far as anime goes, I'm rewatching Magi. I'm going to finish watching Cannon Busters, and I'm going to jump back into my regular annual rotation of things that I watch, enjoy, but don't have to pay too much attention to just because we're getting into the busy season. Uh, I'm going to watch Samurai Shampoo, one episode a day, 14 days, because uh, I like to stretch it out. It's 12 episodes. And then... Spirit detectives are back in the gang. <laughs> Another watch through. Yeah, I think this is my third time this year rewatching Yu Yu Hakusho. Solid. It's classic, man. Yeah, it's Can't solid. go wrong. I might actually throw Inuyasha in at the top of next year's rotation. Mm. I know we're gonna be watching a ton of My Hero Academia, but just to spice things up a yeah. little bit. Three I, weeks, man. I might watch Inuyasha at the top of next year. Oof. I have not actually ever finished Inuyasha. Me, I watched the last episode. <laughs> I didn't watch the two seasons before the last episode. <laughs> Let me, let me say it that way. I watched the last episode. I remember like tuning in for that final episode. Everything before that, you're like, eh, two seasons before that, didn't know what happened. He's like, not sure. It, it might have been there. It might have not. I, I just remember that Inuyasha was like in his full blown demon form, and that was it. Yeah, honestly, so uh, completely skipped over the fact that there was a third season of Food Wars. So then when they were like, oh, Food Wars is coming back, season four, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, say that again. Run that back. Season what? So I so I had to watch season three. Um, kind, of, kind of upset with the way like they chopped up the episodes. I was like, I'd rather you just give us like thirteen episodes and then take the back half and like stick it with season four because then it's all encompassing. Um, but like, I'm super excited for that. Uh, like you said, this season's coming up. I'm actually going back and rewatching Diamond and Pearl, Pokemon, because I think out of all of the. Pokemon leagues that Ash has been a part of that's the one that he straight up was just hoed and did not win <laughs> at all you do you remember that one yeah 
where they made up this fictitious character <laughs> who literally had like two or three legendaries. And just showed up. Just showed up, no backstory. He beat Act and he won the league, never heard of again. Yeah, that's the definition. Like, that's almost as bad as Gohan, bro. Yeah. He almost got a hold as bad as Gohan. Yeah. Like, I, I still think Gohan think catches, like, like, the ultimate, like, oh, my man. Like, what happened? Actually, you know what? That's what I'm going to rewatch at the top of next year. Super. Well, that wouldn't be a bad one. Yeah, especially yeah. especially for that point, they have more uh, stuff from the new arc coming up. For sure. Oh, I think it's going to be so dope. Especially, like, it coming on the tail ends of after, if you guys listen to our other show, TDM, uh, DBZX uh, K whatever uh, Car- DB Kakarot. Kakarot yeah DB Kakarot the RPG or MMO? action RPG action, action RPG. RPG like on the heels of that to play that game experience the Boo Saga again which you know guys you guys know like Boo is my Boo is my guy because uh, I don't know why Kid Boo is just the greatest villain of all time if you ask me yeah uh, I don't know there's I would I would just like to I would just like I would like to play that game, experience it for what it is, and then hop on the super again and just rewatch greatness. Yeah. Cause again, like Beerus coming through in the clutch. And that's what I might do. I might actually watch it because I didn't do this. I watched the movies and kinda watched Super through Twitter because I was just, oh, Yeah. We had the discussion. Yeah. So what I might actually do is like watch all the episodes and then when it gets to the point of the movie, watch the movie and then continue, and then when it ends, watch uh, the Broly movie. Dude. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like the perfect way to just enjoy that series. That'll take me to the first half of the year. The first quarter of the year. Shouldn't take me longer than three months to watch it, but, you know, take my time with it. Right. Uh, throw some other stuff in there. Switch with the rotation. Um, but with all of that going on, there's I'm sure there's other stuff coming out, obviously, like we said, Seven Deadly Sins is coming out with another season. Um, My Hero Academia is starting in three weeks. All the CW shows are gearing up at some point. Brooklyn Nine-Nine season seven is going to drop for your drop. boys. It's going to be dope. And there's there's just a lot of good TV coming back. I like We don't spend enough time watching TV. We shouldn't have enough time to spend watching TV. But it's all coming back. You know what? We're doing what we want. High School Musical 2. It's going to be on Disney+. Plus. They just released a quick 30-second trailer. It goes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, uh, Brave, Infinity War, Star Wars, Frozen, High School Musical 1 and 2, Monsters, Inc. 1 and 2. Interesting not... National Geographic is going to be brought to Disney+. Plus. Well, yeah, they've already been bought by them. Did not know that. Uh, it's interesting that they did 1 and 2, but not 3. I'm sure 3 was in there, but I didn't... I, I don't acknowledge the existence of 3. You would not be the first person. But hey, what do we know? We're just we're the internet presidents of the United States. No, well, well, yeah, we're the podcast internets of the world. The podcast, podcast presidents of the internet. That's how of math the world. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're the podcast presidents of Al Gore's internet, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. There it is. There it is. A title worth claiming. The podcast presidents of Al Gore's internet. Ladies and gentlemen, I am presidential candidate and hopeful returning president because, you know, two times as long. Yeah. Uh, In the words of the great American poet Drake, Atlanta gonna never lie as long as Titty Live. Shout out to Titty Boy, a.k.a. Two Chains. Come alive in the nighttime. And vice president probably gonna be doing most of the work and the heavy lifting. Your boy, Matt. 
at Matt underscore Gutu. Staying here, we call Al Gore's internet because we believe in climate change. Facts. Uh, follow me on the internet on Twitter mostly at Westside Mookie eight thirty three. I really forgot I was off Twitter, and then I got on Twitter, and I was like, yeah. This is where I belong. <laughs> it's like that scene in Wild Thornberries where they pop open in the bush and the little boy starts going crazy. That's me dropping back on Twitter after yes. like three months of like a, yes. an unintended hiatus. Like it was supposed to be a one month hiatus and I just never turned notifications back on and it turned into three months. But yeah, your boy's back in full effect and mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Yeah, I feel that. Also, guys, just so you know, uh, I stay changing my bio. So I just added I'm a Pokemon University dropout. You know That's what that means? Never getting that master's in Pokemon. <laughs> But Pokemon's going to be out soon. We'll be talking about that on our gaming show, TDM, at the TDM show. Make sure you peep that. We've got lots of fun stuff, lots of fun gaming stuff on there. Fall season's around the corner, ladies and gentlemen, so you know what that means. Lots of new TV stuff, lots of new streaming news, lots of new anime news. And you know what a voice catch it is? The number one internet podcast on the world, or at least on Igor's internet. And more about nothing at E-Man Podcast. Yeah, and we weren't we weren't kidding about the Black Nerd Summit because that is happening. Yeah, Rich Homie Joey, whether he likes it or not, is going to be on it. Uh, Bam, Bam Keith, whether he likes it, is going to be on it. Eric is a fan of it, so he yes. might be on it, whether he likes it or not. Also, shout out to our new pal on the internet, uh, our friend over at Thoroughcast, because he is now aware of our podcast and would like to exchange episodes. Easy we go on his, he comes on ours. So Pop this up. is the official invite that we want to make that happen. Pop up. Also, rich homie Kwame might be doing anime. Yeah. Uh, Kwame Boateng, a.k.a. Justin, might be popping up with his own anime podcast soon. So he's been trying to get on the show for a minute. I've just been a terrible organizer because, you know, I really be Nigerian sometimes. Uh, but shout out to the brother, man. I, there's not too many people who's, uh, there's the, as, the, that are as black nerdy as he is. Uh, he's, a, he's a real black nerd OG Was definitely wearing a hot rod shirt in middle school and high school So yeah, he's been around He's seen it, he's been in these streets yeah. and, he's, and he's a black nerd dad he's, been, he's literally been watching anime With his son since his son was born mm. I think that's like the first thing they watched together Like yeah. they got home from the hospital And they started watching Cowboy Bebop together So yeah, Lil Mars Start him young Mars is definitely gonna be a, a be, be, be a an archivist of the, the legendary animes. An archivist or a... Um, Historian. A very cultured uh, hype beast. <laughs> a cultured hype beast! Yes! That is the only way to describe what Mars is. A very cultured hype beast. Let's go. But right on that note, guys, be sure to follow us on all social medias at E-Man Podcast. Uh, Facebook.com backslash you more about nothing. You can find us on any streaming platform that you like listening to at you more about nothing be sure to rate and review us because re-election year no one does it better than the podcast presidents I was going to say something and I realized how problematic it was so I'm just going to say make sure you keep your forces clean Really? Yes. That's uh, all right. I'm it it could have been worse. Yep. I'm it not. I'm worse. not going to question it. See, yeah. this is why we have briefings. <laughs> Good ladies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>